Hey guys, so this is the Visionary Focus podcast. Satyam here, and uh, we have Kelvin as a and uh, awesome guest today. I think it's going to be really interesting for everyone to listen to his story. And uh, hey, Kelvin, how, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What about you? Doing well, doing well. So uh, introduce yourself. Um, who who are you? What do you do? And yeah, let's take let's take it from there. Great. Um, number one, I want to say thank you for hosting me on this podcast. Uh, it's, it's I don't take it for granted, so I say thank you from the bottom of my heart. My name is Kelvin, and I'm from Kenya. I'm an African. I'm from Kenya, born and raised in Kenya. But uh, in this whole wild universe, what I specialize in is I'm a monetization expert for business owners, for CEOs, and for founders, company founders. Mm-hmm. And uh, my work basically is to make sure that I help my, cri- uh, my my clients create a fortune without spending a fortune in the fortune that you are creating. So that is basically what I do. I've been doing it, uh, taking client work since uh, 2020. So this technically is my second year. And it mm-hmm. has been an awesome journey of ups and downs and uh, great victories, uh, great mistakes that I've made also. Uh, but uh, all, all along, I wouldn't trade this journey for anything else. It has made That's me true. become a better person. And so how, how do you help your clients exactly? Is it through, do, are you a copywriter? Or do you do a different type of things? And I'll ask you another question after that because I'm really curious about like kind of how you got started. But like, how did you know the right skills to learn? What were the skills that you have that to help your clients? Uh, great, great, great. So uh, let me start from the beginning. Um, I will start many years ago when I was in campus. I'm not that uh, young, neither am I that old. Um, I'm only 28 this year. I'm turning 28 in a month or so. So once I was in campus, you know, uh, I don't know the situation out there, but in, in Africa here, more specifically in Kenya, you find that you have gone to campus and you are all, all excited because going to campus, you know, that is college. Uh, mm-hmm. doing your undergraduate is is really a big milestone for any african out here you you are the mm-hmm. top of the top but uh, once you get there you it, the reality hits you you the world treats you like an adult but still you are like a kid you know so you mm-hmm. have to hustle your way to make the extra coin and uh, so when i was in law school i i got broke and just like any other kid in campus back then the craze in kenya back then was uh, the tech revolution you know the tech startup is, was the field that was coming up. So I what decided to start the, the tech startup. The what tech startup, uh, the year was in uh, 2013. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, so I, I decided with my friend, with my childhood friend, like, hey, let's start up, uh, let, let, let's uh, begin a, a tech startup. It was a fintech company. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, it died its natural death because we were too ambitious. We were doing so many things wrong, even though we had gotten even a grant from uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation because they were like the main actors back then in the tech startup then. So it forced me to go back to the drawing board. But I realized in the tech, I was really good at talking with people. I was really good with coming up with marketing uh with sales and marketing slogans, uh, you know, anything that is confined within the sphere of sales and marketing. So just like any other kid out here and everybody else that I've seen even on Money Twitter, I headed over to YouTube. I'm going to YouTube. The first person, what I typed on YouTube was how to make money online because I saw like making money offline, the brick and mortar way I have failed miserably. Let me now try the online thing. Mm. And 
the first person that came on 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 my search was Dunlock. I don't know if he's still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dunlock came 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 on the came came on the first page, and he was talking about how people are making money, millions and millions, and you know the way he emphasizes millions and millions of yeah. dollars, yeah. Uh, writing copy, and yeah, that that piqued my interest, and I decided like, hey, let me let me take this up, let me try and do this copywriting. So I got schooled in the school of YouTube. But when I came out here in the world, I got hammered mercilessly. And then I learned that making money online isn't as simple as watching a 15 minutes, uh, a 15 minutes video. However, mm -hmm. that was, was, was my genesis because it sparked an interest with me. Uh, I found that I was very good with words, even from an early age. I was into poetry when I was young and all that. So it was a culmination. It, it's something that resonated with me, uh, copywriting. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I decided to sink deeper into the thing. Now that's when I started uh, decided like, hey, this YouTube thing is it's good. It has given me the interest, but I really can't do it well. Let me learn the basics from ground zero. So I tore down everything apart, starting from the basics. And that's when I started learning about uh, the greats like J. Abraham, Dan Kennedy, uh, Gary Halbert. And I did I did learn that copywriting skills. So I decided that since I've, I feel I'm, I'm at a good level with these skills, why don't I start putting out my offers out there? So the easiest thing was combining Facebook ads, which by the way, back then they were very, very cheap. In comparison to USD, it was around, uh, a CPM was around two USD back then. In 20, okay. this is in uh, 2014, 2014, yes. 2015 there. So they were really cheap in Africa back then, in Kenya mm -hmm. especially. So I decided to run YouTube ads, sell things on uh, on YouTube, pay pay ads, write the copy, sell stuff. I go and approach someone who is uh, selling real estate and say like, "Hey, I can help you get people to come to view your property. Can I can I just do everything? Just pay for the YouTube uh, for not for the YouTube but for the Facebook ads, and I will get you clients." So that's how I built my stuff. Slowly mm -hmm. by slowly, I put myself out there. I started with copywriting. I yeah. got at a possible level, but you know, with 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 with, with life, you learn more and more skills. Mm -hmm. So with skills copywriting, yeah. yeah, yeah, you you can't be static, especially when you are putting out yourself there. And it, I'll be very honest with you, out of uh, the fourteen personal offers that I did back then, I failed at ten of them. I literally burned money without with the, with the ten. I either that's buy money or I didn't. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I learned how to do offers also. I filled at 10. Two of them, they were really, you know, at a good level. But two of them, they compensated for all the losses and made the two wins that I had previously look like child's play. So with that, I learned copywriting. I progressed into learning how to do audience building. I learned the skill of... Um, of, of offer creation, offer validation. And now when I got like really good and I felt like, yeah, when I hit my first, uh, when I hit my first 100,000, this is in USD, not in Kenya shillings. When I hit 100,000 and that was in the year 2018, mm -hmm. I decided yeah. that now uh, let me just build up my own business, which was a make money online business. I mm -hmm. built it and I focused for people uh, middle class in, in Africa because I didn't have really that, that confidence going to the international markets, you know, the, the North America and the European yeah. and yeah, the English speaking and the Chinese. Yeah. yeah. 
so I, I, I decided that now because I've gotten this good with a hundred thousand, then I can make more money. Mm. So I yeah. just doubled down for two years since uh, from 2018 to the late uh, 2019, the last quarter of 2019, around October, November, thereabouts. And then 2020 is when I decided, let me take the huge leap of uh, taking my first client. And that was a whole experience altogether because I started on Twitter. I've, I One thing I'll be forever grateful for is the money Twitter. So in mm. 2020, remember there was a pandemic that was coming yeah. that, that they started rallying its head in March. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, convincing people that you can help them make money when they are indoors wasn't an easy task altogether. However, um, I will never forget the feeling of closing my first client and he paid me $100. Up to today, I remember his name. He's called Perez. He's from uh, Dominican Republic. So he saw the way I was writing good, good tweets, and he was really interested in the copywriting that I was doing. So he was like, "Hey, yo, can you?" He came actually in my in, in my DM, like, "Hey, yo, um, I'm starting out. I'm a real estate agent. I can't sell any houses. Can you help me with copywriting?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, sure. I will teach you. How much are you going to charge me?" And I went blank, and I thought, "Ah." <laughs> uh, should I charge? If I charge more, they will say no because I'm an African. If I charge too little, they won't believe in my own personal successes. So I decided to give an arbitrary number. And that's when I gave him like $100. And I was like, yeah, yeah sure. You made the mistake, though. You made a big mistake there because this is the thing. It's like, don't you, you can't be underestimating your value no matter where you're from if you have a skill. Like, if you're a good copywriter. Yeah. You know I mean? But at first, though, this is the thing. It's like I had the same experience. My first client ever was like mm -hmm. a consultation call for like $45, right? So wow. it's like, I, you know what I mean? Like I, at first I can understand, like you don't really know how to price your service. And yeah. so it's like, oh, you just want to make your first dollar online. So you don't really care. You just throw a price out there. And to be honest, he could have paid probably 10 times more and he would still true. pay, <laughs> you know? True, but true, true. Sorry, go back to your story, yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so once he paid me a hundred dollars he paid me via paypal and i was so excited like yo i can start making money online other people can believe me and from then i started growing my confidence i started growing my network uh someone who was very very instrumental and i consider him as a mentor is mm -hmm. like the african king of uh direct response copywriting he's called andy andy mccollo he really mm -hmm. helped me he like mentored me one-on-one -on -one. i'm the only i'm his first actually uh, he's a Nigerian. I'm the first Nigerian person that he has coached and mentored up to date one-on-one. -on -one. Is he so on Twitter? I, yes, he's on Twitter. His, his name is Andy Mukolo, M-U-K-O-L-O. -O. And that's when I started meeting other people like Nick Shacklefold. I, I started feeding content from Black Hat Wizard, uh, from uh, Nick Abraham, uh, you know, all these diverse guys and, so the, much, and that so much knowledge, knowledge, so much knowledge, yeah. Uh, to be very honest with you, because that was a trigger for me. You know, I have, I had come from making cumulatively over the years, the money I made from marketing on my own, that was prior to 2020 was a cumulative of around 300 and 320,000 USD. Mm -hmm. But now coming to this other side, it was a whole new world entirely because I was putting myself out there to the international markets, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So making that $100, it really, um, it opened a huge new world for me, but it was a world I didn't know what to do. So the only way that I did was to feed on the content of these people on Money Twitter.
Mm. And I literally learned I have I learned and I'm continuing learning a whole lot of stuff. I had to learn about email marketing from Black Hat Wizard. He has been instrumental for me. I had to learn from James Watson about LinkedIn. I had to learn um, from all these diverse kind of people, really, on Money Twitter. And yeah. they have been instrumental in my growth. And gradually, I started facing out clients. Well, initially, I started with coaching people. But I learned that I wasn't too much of a good coach. I was instead very good in consultancy. You know, the difference between a coach and a consultancy is that a coach is more intimate, one-on-one, -on -one, will never tell you which direction to take, but he'll just guide you. But a mm -hmm. consultant looks at the, does a SWOT analysis and tells you like, hey, oh, this is what you need to do. This is what you not need to do. And pay me to make things right. So I found that I was good being a consultant and a coach. So being a coach, I've radically phased that out and now i became a consultant and uh, i've never looked back right now my entry offer is is like around 50 times more than my first 100 dollars that i was paid mm -hmm. and yeah. it has been a good journey it has been a good journey that i wouldn't want to trade for anything and yeah it has made me grow an individual and uh, i'm now more specialized because when i was starting out i was a jack of all trades and i must know so what's your main focus now exactly my main focus is, like I said, monetization consultant. Let me just oh, give you okay, an example. Okay. So much you, you help people who have businesses um, yes. make more money through the, the knowledge and the skills you have accumulated. Exactly, yes, through the diverse skills that I've amassed. So it's a completely uh, risk-free approach whereby, for example, if it is you and you, and already, let me just use another person, maybe an, uh, let's say an agency owner, yeah. So I come on board and I have got all these skills that I've amassed. Audience building, um, I've, I know how to do copywriting. I know all this stuff, you know, pricing strategy, yeah. how to attract, close and retain premium clients. So I come and look at their main offer. What is it that they're offering? Can it be done better? Mm -hmm. If yes, how can it be done? And after I do that, can this offer... Can I create as many upsells, downsells, and cross-sells from this main offer mm -hmm. with at, at, at best with organic reach? And I tend to have a bias. I decided to have a bias towards um, mid last year, which I hope we'll discuss, uh, which I will get to share in this podcast. Um, I tend to have a bias towards LinkedIn because I know it's all boring and stuffy, but with all honesty and truth, it is on LinkedIn where I've made big bucks as a consultant for other people. Yeah. It is where I easily close 5K plus clients is what I've helped clients close over LinkedIn. So yeah, so right now um, I'm going to, I'm a monetization consultant for anybody who is at least making money. Yeah. So I help them make more money. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. And so like, do you help a specific type of um, entrepreneur or is it like do you help a specific type of people or do you help all type of people like you have a specific niche you focus on or like let's say someone's here and this is like oh can he help me even though i'm in a different industry but i'm still an entrepreneur yeah 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 sure well, I, like, this is i'm asking you this because somebody might be hearing this and might be interested in working with you but mm -hmm. so who do you exactly do you, do you work with some type of person like what's your criteria to work to you know get you on board Okay, great. So my, my criteria is, is quite simple. Number one, you must be, uh, you must be at least making uh, around $30,000 per month. Mm 
mm-hmm. you have had like three months where you have made that 30,000. And yeah. 30,000 for me, I've found to be like the tipping point because at 30,000 per month, it basically shows that you have an offer that people really are really interested in. Yeah. And now after that, uh, although, however, it is important for me to note that I have exceptions. I've made exceptions to to quite some few of my clients. And this exception, I make them in extreme cl- in, in extreme cases. And the exception that I apply, I apply is this. As a person, as an individual, are you, uh, are you not at the 30,000 mark? Not because your offer is not good, but just because you don't know how to close clients. You find a classic example with this. You get a person is having like 20, 20 calls booked like every week. I had even a crazy case. Someone was booking 30 calls a week, 32 mm-hmm. to be precise, an average of 32. But he was closing only three calls in a whole month. Jesus. So I definitely knew that the whole issue was it isn't because he didn't have a good offer, but it is because he doesn't know how to close. Yeah, probably it was probably that and connected. Like, if it depends also if the people that were coming in were qualified as well, right? So yes, yes, yes. But the people are qualified. To be very honest with you, he was oh, wow. finding people oh, who were even very bad at closing then. Like, or his yeah. offer was needed some tweaking, right? Because if you have a good offer, exactly. it's it itself, right? So exactly. And I, I just took him on board, and I just tweaked something little in in his offer and his in in his closing system. And boom, in one month, he moved from 12,000. Right now, he's, he's grossing 270,000 per month. Wow. Wow. Awesome. And awesome. We have, what kind of business does he run? If you don't mind so the, the, the kind of business that he runs, he's, yeah. he's a consultant for Fortune 500 CEOs. Fortune 500 type of company CEOs, yes. Okay. Wow, that's like amazing. I got that you've able to completely like help him like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you just need to be at thirty thousand per month, and I tend to have a bias towards people who have sub- who offer services. Even though I have people who offer products, brick and mortar. I'm not talking yeah. about ecom. One thing that I don't do is ecom is something that I really want. I I really do avoid because most of the people who I I only know of a few who have done ecom really good without paid ads. And I'm a huge fan of let's first of all do this thing organically mm-hmm. by leveraging yeah. on your audience, by leveraging on your authority, on your credibility and social proof. Yeah. So that now when we scale, we are scaling at least at at at, at good numbers. We are not yeah. scaling just to push revenue mark. We are scaling yeah. just to make an yeah. insane amount of profit. Mm-hmm. So and e-com is, is an industry where I know a lot of people they would rather use ads of maybe 10,000 USD to make a profit. Yeah, of yeah. It's, 1, just, it's just not, it's just not your thing really. Like you, you work yes, mainly, it, so you pretty much work mainly with like consultants and just pretty much like, are you like pretty much digital business owners, right? Or you have business owners that you've helped that don't actually have an online business or is it yes, mainly yes. people who already have an online business? Uh, so basically to, to put it in a nutshell, uh, I have a lot of, I've worked with a lot of agency owners. Mm-hmm. I've worked with the agency owners, whether, you know, general, general agency owners or boutique type of agencies. Yeah. Um, I've, I've worked with uh, a lot of uh, coaches, a lot of consultants, mm-hmm. and I've also worked with a lot of company CEOs. 
you know mm -hmm. like yeah. there's a ceo who he's not even in the digital world he just has a company Mm -hmm. that he's heading so he just he just contracts me as a consultant i come in and i look at the and all at their system and their processes and see what can be done what should be stopped what can be done better so you know, for them yeah. to make more money yeah no that's awesome that's awesome and there's like so like i was talking to a friend about this there's so many like businesses that are like mm -hmm. kind of brick and mortar like you know like more um re like real life like like old school yeah but they have nothing online and it's like such a shame like if they had like a young guy or just anybody who could come in and give them a bit of knowledge to to facilitate their their, their transition to online it would change mm -hmm. everything pretty much like for example invoices right instead of using you know physical invoices they could just send one by email directly you know it's super yeah, simple yeah. things like that super simple things like that that people don't don't think too much about like yeah they could use zapier for automation for a few things into their business right um instead of having what maybe having a landing page right um mm -hmm. and then some people don't even have a website like there's some businesses that are absolutely crushing it and a brick and mortar they don't even they don't even have a website you know what i mean true and true and, it, and, 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 and the thing is moving to the digital side i think could offer also a lot of opportunities that they, they might not think about right so true true i agree with you uh you've said that and i've remembered a client that i had uh, once uh should be an year and so it's a company in us it's called zumra so what Zumbra does is it's like a middleman between people who who have money to lend others and people who need that money. So when I encountered Zumbra, the first time I encountered it through one of its backers, one of its investor backers, back then when I had a Facebook account. Uh, well, I have one now, but it's not very active. Facebook is not my, my thing really. But anyway, so I, I, I just posted something on a Facebook group and one of the investor backers of zumbra they were like hey i would want you to speak with uh, our ceo and 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 see what we can do and uh, i helped on a call with the ceo several calls actually he's called david but zumbra at that time they were so bad they didn't have any digital presence and the one that they had was just a facebook page which had less than 50 50 likes or so if i can remember well and that was it and they hope that they had the digital uh, online space. So I simply yeah. created, well, I have some skills about website creation, but they had some, someone was doing website. So I just, just get, you know, gave my input. Yeah. I simply transferred some of their brick and mortar systems and processes online. Yeah. And I made a huge ton of money because yeah. David is a boomer. You know, and Boomer, they don't believe in this digital stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It probably blew his mind away as well. He's like, what? How is this possible? Right? Because the only thing yeah. sometimes one way is the only way. Like, true, people true. don't realize the possibilities online. Like, imagine if mm. you have a process or a, a really, really good SOP. So, you know what I mean? And yeah, pretty much every time you have a new, um, you hire someone, they could just go through that. You don't have to get, like... You'll, you'll spend way less in training and then people are going to get trained at a much quicker rate. Just that is going to save, like for a big business, is like the biggest thing ever, you know? True. So then when you can yeah. help them with other things, like like even the website, this is just like, you're just scratching the surface, you know? There's like so mm. many things. And it's crazy because like for you, Kevin, like there's so many possibilities out there because there's so many people that need that help, you know? Yeah. So yeah. And so what's uh, right now, what's your, um, your vision going forward? Because I mean, this is what you're doing right now. Um, like... Uh, before I go into that though, but like, how has this changed your life? Because I can imagine, like, I, I I don't know if you know, I've been like, I was in Gabon for a bit as well. I know mm -hmm. that like, 
if you if you get paid in USD and mm-hmm. you spend it in Kenya, it, it got some serious buying power. You know what I mean? Especially if true, you make it, true. Uh, like you don't need to make that much to really change your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, so how yeah. the, how the shift? How did you adapt to it? How did people around you adapt to it? Did you tell people like how did how did the whole process go when you started making money in Kenya? Wow, ah, that's that's come the story which has a lot of twists and turns. So when I started taking client work in 2020, I really pedaled down the gas after I made my first hundred dollars that Perez paid me, and I doubled down so hard that by last year June, I had made because well, I'm I'm one ambitious person. Let's mm-hmm. let's begin with that. I'm extremely ambitious. I'm so visionary. Yeah. yeah so with with that ambition when i had uh with this guy chess demon the, the e-com guy on money twitter mm-hmm. there was a tweet that he put out on in 2020 when he was like really starting out really on twitter and he said that there are people willing to pay you five thousand dollars that tweet was a trigger for me yeah. because the highest client that i had back then i was charging them 500 dollars, and it was even and it was not even upfront. it was mm-hmm. pay me 150 dollars every week and on yeah. the last week just pay me the balance to make 500 dollars. so mm-hmm. you can imagine how how how, type, how how bad of clients i had back then yeah but the anyway, the, like you probably like they were like people not the best right because true yeah, as you as you price as you, you increase your price the value of the people they value it more and then the color of the client increases as well right so yes true yeah please uh, yes so after that 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 tweet it triggered something in me and immediately i say that the next client that i'm going to take in is going to pay me on a monthly retainer of three thousand and believe you me, I didn't take three weeks. I closed my first 3K monthly retainer client for three months. And from them, I've never looked back. So in, 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 in June last year, that is in 2021, yeah. honestly speaking, by Kenyan standards, I had made so much money. I was over 100 million Kenya shillings. Yeah, because the money because the money I had made, I in I invested it back, or rather I invested it back in the in the marketing uh, phase, especially making paid ads. I also invested it in the financial markets. So mm-hmm. within one year and a half, I was a hundred million plus. Yeah, yeah, you know? and that must have been quite something too, because. How did people around you, how did you go about it with people around you? Because I know that can be tricky as well, because some people might not have the mindset around money. You know what I mean? Because you worked hard to get to that yeah. point. You, you also yeah. have to, you, your mindset have, has evolved, right? So, and then some people around you might not understand that whole mindset shift. So how did you go about with, did you tell people, how did you go about with people around you? You know, family, friends? They, because they, they, a lot they of people... A lot of people thought that I was an online scammer. Mm. I was scamming people online, you know. I was involved in uh, fraud, internet fraud. But mm. well, there, there, there are a few people who believed in what I do. My my girlfriend then now mm-hmm. is uh, is my fiance now, so she was really instrumental. My 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 parent, my father died when I was a little boy, so I've been literally brought up by my mom. So those, you know, the support system that matters really supported me. And you That's see. Yeah, but you see, the problem is I made so much money, but I was having high stress levels. 
So June, mm. I just, I just, in 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 August, really, I just resigned, quote unquote. I closed down everything, and I gave a, a, I gave a prior warning to all my clients. Then I told them like, yo, I'm closing stuff. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. My mental health is so bad. And I just had to take a time, a break off, and I came back again in November. This uh, That is November last year, 2020. So it was like a three-month break. Yeah. And I started from scratch because even right now, my Twitter account is fairly new. My LinkedIn yeah. account is fairly new. Uh, I started from scratch again. But the beauty about this is I now, because of my targeting and the kind of people that I work with, I extremely work with, um, and, 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 and since November, really, up to today, I have signed up around four clients, and these are high-ticket premium clients. Yeah. Right now, my, my entry level is 5,000, which, yeah. and for, unfortunately or fortunately enough, most people don't pay me that 5,000 upfront. They tend to go with my 10,000 per month offer. Yeah, yeah, naturally, because it's probably months. even better offer, so it's like... Yes. Yes, it's a better offer uh, because in, in December, I closed the client. In December, actually on Christmas, my last client to close, I closed him on 10000 per month for six months. But you see from November when I began to right now, I already have a five-figure business. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm -hmm. But the, the truth is in Africa, when you're making so much money and they don't see a brick-and-mortar business, uh, yeah, super quickly. Yeah, yeah. you get yeah you you get you get suspicious. But the good thing with Kenya is it's more of a liberal state. I've yeah. been to other African countries. If I was in an in in some African countries, which I won't mention, I'll be in jail like uh, right now. I know exactly but, what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but in, really quickly. yeah, exactly. But in Kenya, it's it's more liberal as long as uh, you are okay with the taxman and uh, you are not causing any trouble with the government. And I'm a law-abiding citizen. They let me enjoy my 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 wealth and 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 my money in peace. Mm -hmm. But it has really changed. Place. It has really changed my life. Anyway, to be very honest with you, earning in dollars and spending in Kenya shillings, man, I'm people. a king over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. What's your yeah. what's your vision going forward now? Because I mean, you're still a young, dude. Right? You're still young. Yeah. What's your vision? Maybe I don't know. This is not always easy to tell, but even five years down the line, where do you see yourself? What do you want to do? Do you have long-term, like bigger long-term goals that you aspire? What's what's your vision with that? Okay, good question. Um, on the side, that is uh, since my uh, practically like my campus days. That's when I was trying to start my foot. I have always had this fascination with financial markets. Um, my late dad was an auditor with World Bank, so when he used to come home. After all these uh, torturous uh, world journeys, we would sit down together, and I was I would be fascinated by numbers. Even though I went to I went and studied law in in, in college, mm -hmm. so all along I've been trying to double in the stock exchange. You know, uh, in Kenya here and in several other emerging countries. So my end goal for five years is this: I would want to start my own. Um, you know my own like family office in in terms of the financial markets mm -hmm. because i look at marketing it's something that yes it is exciting for me it is something that i can do and i'm going to do it for quite some time 
Yeah. However, a man has to tone down because, to be very honest with you, dealing with 60 different people is it's stress. The stress levels, they, they are not something that you should Dealing with clients in general, like, even if you have good ones, it's, it's a lot of work. Mental, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it takes a toll on it's, your time as well. Exactly. And especially someone who is paying you, like, 60,000. Yeah. The, the stress levels, like, go up high that, that figure. Especially so, if you're doing like consulting work where it's just like yes. you can't replace you, you know what I mean? You need to be there, right? So it's not always easy, right? Because it's going to be hard for you to find someone who's like um, from Kenya who's got exactly the same skills as you sometimes or anywhere. Sometimes it's not always easy to find people to replace. You can't replace you, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. So, Because <laughs> um, people and, sometimes and... they buy not because you can really help them, but a lot of people, they're going to, and you, you know this too, like they'll buy because they like you as well, you know? true 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 mm-hmm. and 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 dealing with all these clients is the stress levels is something that uh honestly and sincerely speaking is something that i don't think i can be able to withstand 10 five years down the line so my my plan is make a fortune help as many people as i can impact as many lives as i can and then i slowly face out to philanthropy as I'm, you know, as I'm playing with money in the financial markets, that's my mm-hmm. that's my long-term goal. However, my short-term goal, um, this I have got very ambitious plan this this year. I want to five times my my revenue this year. Mm-hmm. That is by the by the first half of this year, not even by the end of this year, by the yeah. first half of this year. What I made last 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 year, I want to five times it this year yeah from marketing and uh, so far so good i can't complain yeah you're on track you're on track because you start from scratch again not too long ago yeah. and it, it seems to be going quickly and um what about like um buying buying land you know whether it's in kenya or elsewhere what do you, what do you think about yeah that? yeah yeah it, it's, it's something i really want to do actually in kenya um land is extremely cheap over here yeah uh, but i always have all these fancy ideas of maybe buying a farmland maybe in the states and going off grid and experiencing what i see in movies i, I want to try if movies are real anyway yeah you gotta <laughs> give it a shot you know what i mean because like it, even the money you're making even for someone in the us it's like seriously good money you know what i mean yeah 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 <laughs> you know so most people is, in the us aren't even making that type of money right so it's like i think it's also good for you to go elsewhere and see something else as well as well yeah, you know what i mean yeah, i think it would yeah. make you appreciate kenya and the people from kenya even more as well you know? true 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 yeah so i i buy land here i travel with my i i also want to settle down with my fiance and marry her and raise uh amazing more children we already have a son mm-hmm. uh get more children along the way and uh i just travel the world with the love of my life and uh, play in the financial markets with numbers that is after helping as many people as i can but for this short term i just want to just to put it into perspective i want to hit at least 60 clients and then i'm good to go and so far by the beginning of this of this of this year i already have two this week yeah. actually by this yeah. week i've already closed yeah, two. Right. and oh, yeah. another question this is a bit like out of context but like um what did you learn about even like client acquisition stuff like that did you learn everything uh, like strictly on your own or did you ever like get some coaches or invest into like, uh, mentors uh, yeah, like, yeah. How did, this is just like something had to ask oh good question uh to be very honest with you and this is me being very honest with you uh i've i've learned i'm i'm this kind i'm like a sponge 
let me just let me just try to put this into perspective i'm like a sponge you know sponge when you when 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 you run water on it it absorbs the water mm -hmm. until you squeeze it out that's when it releases the water i'm like a sponge i have this mind where i can absorb so much knowledge and then i become i'm very analytical so i analyze that knowledge and that which i think i tend to think is the best for me i work it out and i learn the process so if for example like right now just to put things into perspective uh, a lot of people a lot of marketers they are fans of gated content gated content is whereby you have this content whereby people have to give you something maybe an email uh, or a phone number so that they can access that content a good example is an email list right that mm -hmm. is gated content however i've been trying to experiment with ungated content because I found that the gated content that people are getting is almost the same. It's a variation of the same thing. Yes. So meaning when someone gives you their email address or their telephone number, mobile number, mm -hmm. uh, they won't really have that impetus to, to be checking on whatever you're sending unless you're like the Dan Kennedy or the Dan Henry or whoever it is of this world. So and that one i've been experimenting with ungated content and actually ungated content is the one that has made me acquire these clients and ungated content is a concept i chance to read upon it on the internet and i was like hmm, let me try this out so ungated content is whereby you put so much valuable content out there that you automatically stand out and you just invite people to come to you you know a, mm -hmm. a clear cta telling people like hey uh, all this information imagine it is free what if you get to work with me up close how much content will you get how much info how much value are you going to get actionable uh, info mm -hmm. so i've been experimenting with that and when i started out on linkedin because linkedin is where i put a lot of my efforts in because i mean i closed my first 5k client when i had 53 connections on linkedin yeah yeah that is five thousand dollar upfront paying client yeah yeah so with when I was putting out on LinkedIn, I didn't know how to do it right. So I made a couple of mistakes and I had people who are my connections who are very helpful and telling me like, hey, you don't do this. You just have to say this here and all that. You see, that criticism is what has made me better. And client acquisition, just to answer your question, why I diverted a little bit is just to show you that mostly my client acquisition processes and systems client retention because it's not all about uh, acquiring clients it's all about even retaining clients yeah yeah no like having a low churn rate yeah Ex exactly and that is something that is more or less like something i've developed on my own however i have paid for for for, for other people uh other other people uh, what do you call it other people consultancy and call and and, and coaching um i have paid dan henry his twenty-five thousand dollar offer i did that uh, last year and it was amazing super super amazing i i loved it even though i just well this is me i'm not blaming dan i'm blaming mm -hmm. myself because i just got bored you know <laughs> and yeah. i just stopped in the mid in the midway but yeah yeah I've, I've i've paid i've paid for andy's uh ment uh coaching services at one point the andy that i told you and mm -hmm. uh money twitter also have learned a lot of stuff because money twitter is one place where people are sharing actionable info yeah yes you can it, like it does money from people like uh, looking at threads and then just implement it and you can make money that's crazy ex exactly even though some of this info isn't like linear isn't like uh doesn't doesn't like really make sense from the word go 
but money twitter is some is is a place whereby you know i've uh, i've i've made i've i've made a lot of friends and connections even you we met on twitter by the way mm -hmm. yeah and it's and it is something that has really helped me refine my processes here in what other people have done before which is good and and i just tailor make it to my own to my own self yeah yeah, yeah i totally agree i think you're doing awesome dude. like you need to keep pushing on twitter like seriously like i i've got i've made like a good amount of money from from twitter as well from getting clients mm -hmm. from there just writing good threads that connect with people so keep 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 going like i'll, I'll retweet you as well um I, I just really like what you're doing as well i think this is like so cool like this is like for people that don't know this is the first african entrepreneur i have on my podcast and i think african entrepreneurs are extremely extremely underrated like true true you agree the, 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 yeah the, the the trouble that we go through you know just to put this into perspective uh people from marketers from usa and canada and maybe europe you know mm -hmm. they have it easy that's your environment for us, we have first of all to overcome the mental barriers and, 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 and mental blocks that we have. Number mm -hmm. two, we don't really know the culture and the lifestyle of people from the other side of the world. And now, when we start putting ourselves into the firing line, I can't tell you how many times when I was especially starting out in 2020, I've been called a nigger, I've been called uh, I've been called a scammer, I've, I've I've just faced racism, you know? Yeah. Those yeah. are the things that we have to overcome. And when someone is engaging me, especially this newbie, when you are starting out as an African, as a newbie African marketer, you'll be paid so bad. It's so rough, man. It's so rough yeah. until you build yeah. such a good name. And that's that really made me actually learn the trick that the trick is all about customer retention. I've mm -hmm. I have my 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 churn rate is solo and the clients that I have with I go the extra mile more than I bet more than a, a marketer from America or from Canada. I go the yeah. extra mile, deliver yeah. so, so, so good results that yeah. they have no option that to stay on the payroll or to recommend me to their, to their community. That's yeah, how I, I think, work. I think you understand this very well because I think like my business partner, I don't know if you know, is my business partner is from India as well. And one thing I noticed is that like um, the work ethic, the focus, like people mm -hmm. like from Canada, europe you know just america they're more lazy on average even entrepreneurs yeah. in general mm -hmm. because they're not as hungry you know mm -hmm. and yeah. so depending on how you grew up of course right For me i don't know i've always had high levels of hunger very very ambitious like it's just mm -hmm. built into me you know what i mean also yeah. and so like but I, I see this very often like i was telling my business partner like imagine if people from india they start moving and they start having the opportunities people have here in the West or in Europe where yeah, they all have computers, stuff like that, right? They're mm -hmm. going to take over. And it would be the same thing in, like, in Africa. Like if you, if you give a bunch of computers and you set a bunch of people up with the right information, they would take over completely. You know what I mean? I they, just know yeah. it's my They're yeah, hungry. I've been, I've been in like, uh, like originally, like I'm also Gabonese too. So I've been to Gabon. I know mm -hmm. the potential. I'm like, if you put some computers and you put the right teachers to coach people here, they're gonna mm -hmm. take over so quickly it's not even gonna be fun you know what i mean but true you know what I mean? but this is the thing one when one person has the possibility like you to to make it out and just figure it out mm -hmm. they eat up their they, they they they're able to to execute super hard and make things happen no matter what mm -hmm. even though they might not have as much to start off because you know the hunger the drive just the mental barrier you'll overcome too because 
same thing with my, my business partner from India. He told me like he was getting disrespected for two years straight, right? Yeah. Because people were like, oh, you're a scam. Same, he had a similar experience to you as well. And so mm-hmm. as soon as, you know, he started increasing his price and he was actually highly delivering, he was good. Like he told me you have like a chip on your shoulder and you need to prove yourself three, five times more, right? But true. it's a bad thing, but a good thing too, because he told me like you get that much better, you know? So you need to be mm-hmm. good. And so, mm-hmm. but the thing is, it's also quite difficult too, because the people in general, like from any country, they within the first few months they'll quit. They'll quit. True. They quit, true. Right? True. So true. it's like if you're able to stick through it, you know, you you start building that to next level. What do you think about like, um, like it, let's say we have an African right now, or from a guy from Kenya, a guy from I don't know Nigeria, wherever, who wants to get into entrepreneurship right now? Well. What would be some advice? What would be like potentially like advice to your younger self if you could go back and talk to your younger self? To my younger self is to be more hungry, to 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 have more mental tenacity, to work on my mental tenacity, and to always have a nose that really wafts new opportunities. Mm-hmm. And the, the 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 summary of it all: nobody owes you anything yeah that's a good it's one. all about it's it's all about you go out there create your own path the whole thing thing with with the with with online stuff right now is not a club that you are you are waiting to get some invitation you know like the normal uh country club or golf club mm-hmm. there's a club where you can just walk right in when you prove yourselves with results yep and yep. another thing that i know we lack from this side of the world we need to be we need to have integrity mm. i can't tell you how many times i've decided to trust my african brother and i say this with no offense or just trying to spoil our name but i have worked with some people and i just tell them like off right you're this 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 shortcuts that you want to cut all these things that you want to do without integrity you won't go far integrity yeah. is the name of the game yeah seriously if client, yeah, yeah if, if a client trusts you with work don't be all quick trying to take money and not delivering the the, the, the expected KPIs or the expected mm-hmm. outcome. If yeah. if you say that you are going to be on on a call at exact time, be on that call at exact time. If you say that you are going to deliver something at exact time, deliver it at exact time. That was as that what that is what has kept me alive up to this date. Integrity, integrity, integrity. It's something. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, not even also Africans, but a lot of people generally. Generally, yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking too. Like people in general, like they have the, uh, the, the how they work with their mindset is it's very short term gratification. Yeah, like you don't have the longer term vision, and long term doesn't have to be that long term. It could be three months, six months down the line, right? But they yeah. don't think they're like, okay, I make money, and then whatever. They don't think about client retention, like you talked earlier about people referring you, right? Like if you mm-hmm. over deliver, you really deliver high quality service. You communicate well with your client. He's gonna recommend you to everybody he knows. True. I mean, lifetime like, value like, that client's gonna be like so much, you know. Mm-hmm. But but you see, the truth is, when when you do things right, when you are hungry, when you put yourself out there, when 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 you have integrity and you get your first client, it's like a snowball, you know. Mm-hmm. little by little and slowly by slowly you will find that the people that you have worked really well with that you have really worked really well for they start recommending it to other people 
just to give yeah. you a context today i had a, initially it was like a potential client you know yeah. but when when we were on the call that was today around uh, it was 4 p.m my time east african mm -hmm. time yeah he's he's a briton so it was 1 p.m their time so mm -hmm. when we were talking i got to realize that yo the thing that i'm going to offer you my my offer to you won't be so good for you and i just said to be straight up with the guy and i told him like hey um i know you have this problem but my solution is not the best fit for you so i would simply advise you let me just try and give uh some you to someone recommend someone to you who mm -hmm. i believe will help you much you, you know will help you better than i can and yeah. you know the surprising thing this is a guy who works with football team with soccer teams they yeah. entrust him with their media with their with their with their online media in yeah. the uk yeah and right there and then i have already gotten a message from someone who he recommended me to and this person whom i can close even a hundred thousand pounds uh, deal with and on yeah. top of that he invited me to his podcast he said in his entire life when he positioned when he transitioned sorry from employment to entrepreneurship as a uh, as a business advisor this is mm -hmm. the first time he has encountered someone who has this much of integrity telling him like yo i don't need your money yeah it, it stands out trust me like i've yeah. had and you see has opened opportunities for me that yeah. i didn't expect i was only going if if i just wanted the money yeah i would have made that back but what about my name yeah no, so it, that is something it, yeah. it stands out because like someone who cares who's just not there for your money who's not there for their own benefit hmm. who actually has like i think this comes down to like you're more, you're more self-aware than the average person you know yeah because well, yeah. you see because you also due to your mindset but also due to just you're a good human being. Like I think that that people don't think about this, but like being a good human being, right? Having like yeah. you said integrity, all of that, it goes a long way because people see that. People really notice True. that, especially people who are very successful. If you do mm. that, they're like, oh damn, I can trust this guy, right? Mm. As yeah. soon as someone who's in a power of authority can can notice that they can trust you and that you're not there mm. to just take from them, that I feel like that changes everything because True. then you can they can put you into their inner circle they can randomly come mm. you to people and they know that you've got high like you have, you have values and you're a good human being like not only do you deliver but you're you're a man of your word right and that's becoming yeah. more and more rare by the day you know so yeah yeah kevin mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. any like i think we're gonna wrap up soon any any last words for like if you any last words to for anybody listening here do you want to Feel free to completely like. I mean, right now I feel like people who are interested are most likely gonna DM you right away, right? Mm -hmm. uh, even mm -hmm. myself, I have a few questions for you after the podcast. To be honest. Uh, thanks, <laughs> and, thanks, man. Uh, and um, oh, oh, one more thing too. If you know more, um, more African entrepreneurs, I want to get yeah. them on the podcast. I want to get all of them exposure and um, get them on the podcast. African entrepreneurs don't get the credit they get. And I want to, yeah. you know, even if it's a little bit more, I want to be part of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, so if you know anyone, I will, I, will, I, will I will recommend. I have got a couple. If you want that, I will yeah. give you a couple of people who I know, send who me. I've worked with, who I trust. Who I know okay, send, send them all my way and then uh, I'll get in contact with them. But yeah, if you had any words right now for if you want to promote your service or if you want to talk maybe to even other entrepreneurs out there who are starting, um, well, any any last words for them? 
Um, my potential will be this. I'll divide it into two. The first is uh, speaking out to people out there uh, who have decided to take the risk, who have decided to, 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 you know, to try and offer solutions, impact lives, change people's, uh, you know, direction by the virtue of their offers. It gets dark, or rather darker, before the sun rises. So if you know that you're doing everything right, continue doing it. At one point, at one day, you will find one client or two clients or whatever amount of whatever that you're doing, and it will work out for you well. I'm talking from an experience from a boy from this side of the world where people, they say it's a third world country. Uh, really, I came from almost zero, you know, because I, my, my first excitement was receiving $100 mm -hmm. payment to now. And mm -hmm. now $100, really, I can't take it, you know? And I say this with a lot of honesty and a lot of humility. Yeah, it wouldn't be worth your time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So just keep doing what you're doing best. And when you feel that you need any kind of help, just reach out to people. I've, I can't tell you how many times I've reached out to people on Twitter, on LinkedIn, uh, on several other people that uh, I've reached out on Facebook that when I had a Facebook account that was active, and just reach out for help. It, it, the, the, the worst that you're going to get is a no or someone saying that they can't help you. But you find there are so many eager people who are going to help you. So just keep doing what you're doing. Be of integrity. Do the right thing at all times. You know, do your best. Try to always deliver more than average results for your clients. Remember, take your clients. They are your boss, but you are the king. Never forget that. They are your boss, but you are the king. What that means is know your worth, but deliver for your clients. That's my parting shot to the people out here. For every other person who might be interested in talking to me, um, you can reach out to me on Twitter, just say at Offer Mafia or at O double F, sorry, E R, and then Mafia, one word. Uh, just send me a DM on Twitter and I'll respond to you. Uh, you can also get me on LinkedIn, which is my main forte. Uh, just reach out to me at LinkedIn. It's the same thing. LinkedIn, just type off a I'll, I'll drop. I'll drop the link to his Twitter. And yes, to yes. His and LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Make sure you guys follow him on Twitter as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my parting shot. And uh, also my parting shot to you. Thank you very much for hosting me on this podcast. Uh, it's my first podcast this year, so I, I don't take that for granted. Thank you very much, and uh, I will repay you by giving you as many African marketers as possible. And That's I awesome. hope I'll be of help to you. That's awesome. We need to put them all on the map even more. Um, yeah. Kevin, yeah. Honestly, have, this, mm, yeah, go ahead, sir. Uh, 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 we, I was just saying that people from Africa are so underrated, yet we deliver so much results. Only that, uh, you know, with Africa, we live, we, we don't love shouting all over the places. Mm -hmm. I see people on Money Twitter, they have made 30,000 and they're shouting all over the places. I surpassed that a long time ago. But if I do that, I'll be called a fraud, you know, and a cheat. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so getting opportunities like this and people explaining their heart out is something much better. 100%. Kevin, yeah. an yeah. absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. This was like, I really enjoyed talking to you and hearing your story. This is like, yeah. I don't know if you read it, this is like a, quite a phenomenal story. Like, if I was a kid in Kenya who listened to this story, like mm. my mind would be absolutely mm. blown. Like I'd be like, whoa, right? Because I'd realize the possibilities. Yeah, yeah. This is even any entrepreneur out there, like this shows you that there's no excuse. Like True. It, it, comes, it comes down to you and what you're willing, how far are you willing to do to what to do to get to where you want to be, right? 
And so, mm-hmm. Kelvin, mm-hmm. once again, thank you for hopping on the podcast. And uh, I hope we can even do even a part two, maybe a few months down the line as well. And uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we should. We should after this first quarter. And I will tell you my journey of this okay. year, 2022. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right, yeah, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, tune in for more episodes for um, uh, for more for more episodes coming up and uh make sure you follow also kelvin on twitter i'll drop the link below all right thank you guys